Hello, book lovers. My name is Tandoletu Binda and you are listening to Just Reading with Tandoletu. Thank you so, so much for stopping on by and I really do hope that you will enjoy this one. Now, you know, you know the drill before we even get into it. Don't forget to tell a friend, to tell a friend, to tell another friend that we are just reading with Tandoletu. Now, I also wanted to mention that I do have a bookstagram page. Um, on Instagram. So what I do is when I do upload a, a episode this side, I actually post the review that side. So if you do have Instagram, please do check me out at just reading no tando luetu. So just underscore reading underscore no, which is N-O underscore tando luetu on Instagram. I think that's that's a better platform for engagement. So when you really want to tell me how you felt about a specific book, you can just check out my review on that. Or whatever it is that you want to talk about, what you're currently reading, what you're currently enjoying or not enjoying, I think that is where we can, you know, do all of that. And I'm so excited. I'm, I'm very close to 500 followers. So yay, which was my goal for 2021 to have 500 followers on Bookstagram. So slowly getting there. Okay. So please, 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 pretty please. When you're telling people to tune into this, Please tell them to also tune into that. <laughs> anyway, without further ado, let's get into today's review. So for today, I'm reviewing a book titled Notes on Grief. And the author of this book is Chimamanda Ngozi Adichie. This book is a new release, fresh out of the publishing house, <laughs> if that's what it's called. Um, this book um, was published this year. And just a bit on the look and feel of the book. It's a hardback. I think that's what it's called. Um, yeah, it is a hardback. Um, the cover is really very plain, very simple. Um, it is, I think, pink and black. And it has what looks like a lady uh, who's, I think, sitting on a chair and I think writing on her, not writing, but typing on her laptop. I might be wrong, but I think that's what I'm seeing. And yeah, that's really all there is to it. Nothing much, you know, nothing that really grabs your eye so that's it on that and then in terms of the number of pages this book is 88 pages now let us get into the summary so this book is um like the title suggests it's about grief it's about loss you know how chimamanda deals with you know the loss of her father and she she tells us how she lost um her father beginning not beginning mid um last year so in june last year and you know she she tells us of the struggles of of losing a parent and not just losing a parent but losing a best friend you know losing someone that you 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 held dear to your heart and really losing someone that you've had in your life for so long and how scary it is to just imagine life without that person there over and above that she takes us through how it was to have to lose a parent and 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 prepare for a burial during a pandemic which i really feel was a lot of people's nightmare because already you're dealing with the sadness and grief of losing a loved one and then you must deal with wearing a mask you must deal with sanitizing every time you must deal with certain number restrictions you must deal with not being able to see the body and, and, and it just adds on to, you know, a plate that already has so many problems, you know, a plate that you don't even know what to eat, you know, when the plate has so much food that you don't even know where to start. That's, that's really 
what you know this whole experience is and i think i resonated so much with with what she was saying in this book because i too lost my grandmother this year in 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 jan and i think um it's just a lot it is really a lot because while you know you are you are trying to understand what's happening at the back of your mind you're thinking i don't want to be infected so you see everyone as sort of like a possible virus so to say or someone that will possibly infect you with the with the virus and so your god is so up that you you don't accept hugs you don't accept any form of comforting because you're so scared you know oh, yeah no i don't even know how to explain it I don't even know how to explain it and one thing about loss right you can experience it a thousand times but when it hits you <laughs> it hits you when it hits you it's it hits you as if you've never been hit by loss before and I think it always just reminds us of how it's just one of those things right that we all know will happen but when it happens you're just taken aback and you just find yourself so confused. I mean, I know with me, I just felt like my life was ending. I felt like I was at a crossroads and I didn't know what to do, where to turn to, and I didn't have the energy to do anything, you know? And so it, it just becomes hard. And that's why I think I related so much to this book. And I think if I'm to speak about what I loved about the book, is I loved the honesty. You you could really tell that you know she's speaking from a personal account. And so yeah. You you could really tell that she's speaking like from a personal point of view. You could really tell that she's speaking of someone she valued dearly. So I really loved the honesty in the book. And I think with my next point, I don't know if I really love it or I hate it, but the book was very short, but I loved that it was very short because when you're speaking about something like grief or loss, there's really nothing to say. You know, there's really like you will end up saying the same thing over and over again because really you you just so confused. You just so shocked to a point of confusion. So I really think I appreciated the fact that it was short and you know she didn't go on and on and on and on but like the name suggests it's called notes on grief so she literally gave us notes you know it wasn't a story she wasn't telling a story and i think when i first got the book and for the price i paid i was just like what what in the hell it's a booklet you know but as i read the book i understood why it was as short as it was I understood why you you mustn't judge a book by its cover, okay? Pun intended. But in this case, not the cover, the length. Anyways, so yeah, I think I also enjoyed the fact that it was short because she really just gave us just enough information because like I said, there's really not much to say where, where such things are concerned, you know? And another thing that... Or, or rather something that I didn't like was the price that I paid for the book. I just felt like the price was just, phew, it was a lot for 88 pages. It, whew, I just felt like I was breaking my bank balance. But after reading it, I'm not quite mad. I am really not mad at all. 
and I think with this book, right, and for me, it, it was a sign of of growth or of progress in my healing in my healing process because I thought I was gonna cry. You know, when I started from the first page, I was like, yeah. I'm going to cry. I am definitely going to cry. And when I got through the book and I, you know, went on and I progressed and I read, you know, each chapter and I didn't cry, but instead I found, I found a bit of comfort knowing that, you know, someone else was going through the exact same thing. Someone else is feeling the exact same feelings. And, you know, most of the time when, 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 loss hits you you always tend to think you know you're the only one that's going through it but reading this book I I feel like I got a hug I feel like I got a hug I didn't know I needed but I got the hug and it was a very brief hug but it was just enough because it comforted me like it gave me just the right amount of comforting and I feel like that's what this book was it's a very brief hug but it's a hug you never knew you needed and I also made a couple of notes right um, of just, you know, certain things that came up at, in the book. And there's a point where she speaks about how we, we always question, you know, we always start to question why older people or people that are more ill, you know, are still alive and you lose, um, this person that is dear to you who didn't even show any signs of sickness, who wasn't in a car accident, who, you know, nothing bad happened. The person just suddenly passed on and we start questioning like why how how does this work like shouldn't you be sick or whatever to die but that's death right it reminds us that it comes and when it's your time it's your time you don't have to be sick you don't have to get into a car accident but when it's your time it is your time no matter the age right and then another point um that 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 she made is that in that time of confusion in that time of you know not knowing what's happening you you just feel like you could just stop time like you just feel like you could just put a stop to time and just make sense of everything i know with me you know from the day my granny passed on to the day she was laid to rest i sort of felt like the days would go faster but i still felt like I wasn't ready for 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 me to let go and you know bury her and it's just that confusion you want the days to go faster but you're still not ready to let go you're still not ready to accept that you know what this is the reality of it all so it's a very confusing place to be it is really it is really a confusing um place to be and another point you know that that she she made was was very similar to what I just said is that um, you dread a burial but you also long for it to pass and I think that really explains how I felt you know I really dreaded that day that Saturday the 9th of Jan I dreaded it so much but from the second all the way to the eighth I was like waiting for it to pass I was like yo how much of this can I take and lastly, you know, she she mentions how grief sometimes robs you of remembering things that really matter. Because in that moment of shock, in that moment of disbelief, 
you sort of just feel like everything you knew about this person is erased from your memory and you sort of just feel like you've lost so much you even struggle to you know think or, or close your eyes and see this person's face it's so weird you just you just lose all the good things you you lose all the things that mattered and you just focus on grief itself on the loss itself and it's heavy it is such a heavy burden to carry and I think all I can say is if you are going through that, if you are still trying to, you know, come to terms with losing a loved one, hang in there. I really cannot promise that it will get easy, but hang in there. I think what we do um, do as people is we learn to accept, you know, but we never forget and it never gets easy. And I always hear people say, yeah, you know, you will heal, you will heal, you will heal. But I think where healing is concerned, you don't have a final destination. Healing is a process and you're going through it until the day you also pass on. I don't think there is ever a finish line where you say in five years I would have healed because it still hits you in waves. It still hits you like it did on day one. So be kind to yourself. And yeah, I know this was long. This was probably very heavy. But I would really say if you you have, you know, lost a loved one, do read this book. It will definitely not give you answers because where grief is concerned, we'll never really have the answers. But I think it will give you some form of comforting. So thank you so much for listening. And like I always say, do everything out of love. Mwah.